For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So the album, The Fun and the Fight, one of the songs that we want to talk about off of it is called Out of My Head. Yes, Out of My Head. Can't get you out of my head Your white lies painted red I try to lie still But your kisses appeal and I you out on my head can't get you out of my head won't let you out of my sight
tell me what this is about. I love how it starts off a cappella and then you know, the guitar, sort of like sister brother intro. Yeah. So this song is to me our musical version of an earworm, kind of that that thought or that feeling that just sticks in your brain and you can't get it out no matter what you do. And it starts simple and then you know, you have those feelings of frustration and those intense build-up feelings of, oh my gosh, like like fixation almost. So it starts simple. Like you said, it starts with the vocal and then Chris has that riff that comes in and it's just this slinky, wormy kind of riff that just gets stuck in your brain, kind of relating to, to what the lyrics are talking about, just being fixated on somebody. And the relationship might not be great, but it's intense and it's interesting. And <laughs> but yeah, Chris, I think that riff is, I just, I love that riff. Yeah, no, honestly, uh, so we were writing that song. I think Jocelyn had kind of the idea for the very first lyric in the song. Like, I can't get you out of my head. And then from there, uh, basically the way that we write is one of us will come up with like a really small kernel of an idea like that. And then we'll bring it to the other one. And we kind of just throw the kitchen sink at it until stuff six. And I don't remember when we came up with that riff, but it was like immediate we wanted to write a riff-based song, so we were messing around with different stuff and trying a bunch of different riffs. And then I think I played that, and we just both looked at each other, and we were like, this is like the riff for this song. It just needs to be this. And after that, it fell into place pretty much immediately. Like, we just played it through almost right there. It was really an interesting songwriting session. Yeah, that riff becomes kind of the heartbeat of it, and then it builds and it builds and it builds, and then that bridge section is kind of frantic, and then it ends how it started. Yeah, a lot of your songs have this sort of rave up feel. You know, you have this powerful vocal instrument to be able to start a song a cappella. I'd be so off key half the time if I tried <laughs> to do something like that. I think a lot of people would. It's not the easiest thing to start. But I guess when it's the lyric like can't get you out of my head, you can't get the lyric out of your head. Maybe it's easier when it's like that. I've done a lot of practice to be able to do that. And and full disclosure, we do sometimes have little little cue notes in our in our little earbuds that help us out with that or sometimes chris will sneak me a chord on the sly <laughs> and then i can pretend that i knew the note <laughs> but yeah and it's also you know with that build up it it's really fun to perform it live because you can kind of really get into the character of you know starting small and then getting really wild and unhinged and then collapsing it back to the beginning it's just it's really fun and chris is over there just playing the bass in the heartbeat for the song yeah, like when you get to the break where the rave up goes nuts, you have so many layers of sound in that. What's coming in there? What other instruments besides yourself? Or is that just you and your foot pedals, Chris? Oh, it's, there is a ton on that. Uh, for, so we actually, we have a few different versions of the song. There's the, like Jocelyn and I play it as a duo sometimes. And then we've also played it as like a semi-acoustic band that's like cajon, bass, acoustic guitar, and one vocal line. Uh, we've done that on like a bunch of TV stuff. Uh, we did it on like the Today Show and a bunch of radio station stuff. But the recorded version of the song, which is, that's I think that's my favorite. That's the one, basically, we get to that like build at the end and it's just, it's getting so intense and it's, it's basically our goal was to bring it to a level of intensity where we didn't think we could have made it any more intense. And so there's layers upon layers of guitar, but there is so much more on there as well. There's a bunch of synth work that David, our, our drummer producer, he's also 
a really, really excellent synth guy. He did a bunch of that stuff. There's a ton of layers of drums. I think there's actually two layers of bass on there with different effects. And then there's like basically a chorus of background vocals that are blended down to the point where you almost can't hear them. But we tried muting them before we took the song to like final mix. And uh, without them there, it makes like a huge difference. So there's a ton of stuff in there that it's all about like, you don't necessarily notice those sounds. You don't like hear it and go like, oh yeah, that's like a chorus or like a synth line. But it just all comes together to become this unified like wall of like punch you in the face energy. I mean, it was exactly what we wanted to happen with this song. So when David took it that way in the production, we were really, really excited about it. That's the feeling I had. It's this wall of punch you in the face energy. I was like, oh my God, that perfect description. Um, (laughs) Aggressive. (laughs) So was there a person for either one of you that you couldn't get out of your head? It actually, so it didn't really come from anything in particular. I think. It was mostly inspired by, honestly, the idea of getting an earworm and have it being stuck in your head and us being like, we want to write that kind of song that would just like annoy people, you know, (laughs) that would get stuck in their brain. Um, But yeah, it's funny. A lot of our music, I use it as an opportunity to tell stories and kind of build these characters that I swear I'm not like, I'm not that intense in real life, but I, I get to play that intense when I'm on stage. And I really like like a lot of our songs have these sort of obsessive themes or like themes about toxic connections with other people, or I get to kind of be the bad guy sometimes. And I I just, I love leaning into that because I mean, this is art, you know, you get to be whoever you want. That's like the cool thing about it. We, I mean, we write about our own experiences too, but yeah, this song was definitely born more out of just playing a character and building an earworm. Yeah. You know, it's in the video. You're like, you look a little bit disturbed. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Maybe by design there about this person, I guess, or this thing. I guess it's, you know, an earworm as opposed to a person. Well, you, you say your white lies painted red. What's a red lie? I feel like people have this idea that, you know, a white lie is, I guess a white lie is a lie that doesn't hurt anybody. Um, but to me, I feel like maybe a red lie would be you build up those white lies to the point where you, you think they're not hurting anybody, but they, they have an edge to them that comes out eventually. Yeah. I just feel like there's a bloody lie it would be a red lie, you know, by the last part of the song, you're yelling and your voice is breaking. And I love that about your voice is that you, you know, you can do so many, a lot of depth, tone and range and control, and you can kind of pull off any sort of emotion in that way. And you do it on this song really nicely. Thank you. Yeah, I kind of tried to take it as far as we could go in the vocal booth with this one, definitely. To actually control your voice to make it break on cue, (laughs) that's not easy. I definitely psych myself up when I'm recording vocals. I try to, you know, I jump around and I try to picture what the singer of the song, the character is feeling at the time and really try to send that home and, and I mean, sometimes it doesn't work, you know, but it's, I think it's always better to approach it with, with more energy instead of less. And then if you have to dial it back, you have to dial it back. But we go for balls to the wall and then we bring it back inch by inch until it's just sitting right where we think it can sit. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.